gets out and away we- Bing bang! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11 of the Paddock Talk podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Scott. And we're going to be giving you, I guess, what we thought of the Monaco Grand Prix and our predictions on the Spanish Grand Prix that's going to be happening this weekend. So I guess we'll uh, just start right away and get into the um, the final order of the Monaco Grand Prix. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you want me? I will start it off. I have it pulled up here. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, not classified finishing in dead last is Sir Lancelot, Lance Stroll. K Mag finishing 19th. Logan Sargent 18th. Nico Hülkenberg 17th. Checo Perez 16th. Yuki Sonoda 15th. Alexander Albon 14th. Uh, Joe Guan Yu 13th. Nick Debris 12th. And Valtteri Bottas 11th. Then we had Oscar Piastri in 10th. Lando Norris in 9th. Carlos Sainz Jr. in 8th. Pierre Ga- I added the junior. Pierre Gasly in 7th. <laughs> Classy. Shaw Leclerc in 6th. George Russell in 5th. Lewis Hamilton in 4th. Esteban Ocon with his first podium of the year in 3rd. Fernando Alonso in 2nd. And old Super Max, Max Verstappen, finishing the race with the dub again. Um... Scott, nothing really happened until like what lap sixty something when rain started to fall. Uh, yeah, it was okay. So I watched it and I was like, okay, Fernando's starting on the hard compounds, cheeky. Let's see how this plays. So Max starts on mediums, rips through the, like pushes the mediums to their absolute limit. Like, got him to, like, I think it was 57 when the rain started. And it was just unfrickin' believable. Like, Alonzo starts catching, catching when Max starts hitting the back markers. You see it go from, like, 20 seconds to 15, 10, 8, 7. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. The strategy worked. The plan's in effect. And uh, to quote old John Fogarty, have you ever seen the freaking rain, man? Like the rain comes out, and that's when the shit show started. So I guess what we need to talk about is: Did Aston Martin screw over Fernando Alonso with that strategy call? What do you think? Yes and no. Yes, because I think if he would have pitted and went on to wet tires, he would have had a greater chance of winning the race, probably. But, um, I mean, you can't predict weather, and that's what they said. I was kind of thinking they were maybe thinking the rain wasn't going to be as hard or end a little bit earlier, so Fernando might have been able to stay on the slicks for a little bit longer. But uh, I saw him go in a little early, and I was like, wets, 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 wets. And then he came out on dry tires, and I was very upset. Yeah, so when I was watching... Like they say, up oh, Fernando goes or is, is coming in. I'm like, holy shit, he's going to inners. Like he's going to make all this time up and catch Max because Max is still on the soft tires or the mediums. And they drop the jack. He pulls away. And I'm like, wait, what? He's on what? I mean, like you said, it's kind of it's hard to predict the weather. You know, shit's very unpredictable, especially right off the coast. But, I mean, it was pretty treacherous, and I 
the second sector, I believe that's where the rain was kind of hitting the hardest. Around the... I want to say it was around... Uh, oh my god, the Lowe's hairpin area. I, I don't understand it. Like, like, how do you not, on your radar, just go put them on enters? If it screws up, it's fine. Like, we'll switch to, so we'll switch to the soft tires. That... All that time he could have made up on those enters for that one lap while Max was slip sliding around, he could have made up and passed Verstappen. Uh, I was watching uh, Jolian's Palmer's uh, analysis on F1 TV. He would have had if he would have ran a outlap that Lewis Hamilton ran when he switched to enters, he would have had an eight second clearing on Max Verstappen. If he would have ran an Esteban Ocon-esque outlap, he would have had a five-second, like, in the clear of Max Verstappen in the lead. Uh, but shit didn't go down that way. No, and as an Aston Martin fan, and I think them as well, they even talked about it, they have to be kind of thankful that they ended up finishing second just because they had to end up going in for wets again after that um, wrong decision. Yep. So, like, we've seen, you see people do that all the time and just fall down the leaderboard. So you have to be thankful that they ended up getting second. Oh, yeah. Um, and Palmer also talked about, when he was talking about it, you know, you're used to seeing this with Ferrari. If it's going to be a screw-up, you know, Ferrari's normally top of the line, which they ended up doing anyway. <laughs> um, but with Aston Martin... This is their first time punching for a win. Um, so maybe that kind of, that second guessing while you're fighting for that lead, you can understand them kind of maybe trying to be a little risque with your strategy calls. But going forward, you kind of learned your lesson. If it's, yeah, yeah. if it's raining, you might as well just throw intermediates out, like on. Yeah, I think they were kind of galaxy braining it a little too much. But like you said, like fighting for wins like Red Bull never makes those mistakes. You know what I mean? Like their pit crew is always ever. on it. Their strategy decisions are always on. Max, every single race is just on. You can't turn it off, even when he's sick. So I think they just mm -hmm. have to take it as a learning curve. Oh, yeah. Um, and speaking of that cluster of a race, let's uh, look back at our picks, which I didn't write mine down, but I'm almost positive I had it as Fernando Alonso for me, Max Verstappen, and Checo Perez. I was clearly wrong. How'd your picks go? Yeah, so I had Fernando Alonso finishing first. Almost happened. Wrong. Second was Max Verstappen. Ended up winning, obviously. And my third was Lewis Hamilton. Which I think what did what did we say he finished fifth? So that was wrong. And then uh, I had, he was fourth. Fourth, okay, that was wrong. And then uh, I had Shawl finishing last. Wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had Shawl too. I mean, sixth place for the Ferrari, not terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had I had Checo and shit. He couldn't even make it out of Q Q one. No. <laughs> Bins it within five minutes of quality and. We had a Red Bull sandwich with Max Verstappen taking pole and Checo uh, starting last. Uh, if Monaco, for a Monaco race, it wasn't bad. 
I know I've seen on social media, uh, well, typical Monaco race, no passing, no nothing. I mean, we could have had a pass for the lead in the pits, but if Aston Martin would have changed to freaking enters, we yeah. would have had a new leader. Yeah, like you said, like up until the rain started to fall, it was pretty boring. But those last 15 laps of the race were very exciting, I thought. I could not stop watching. Yeah, and just think how you would have felt if you were Kevin Magnuson stuck on hards like six, seven laps into the rain. <laughs> Everybody switched to wet tires and he's just chilling out like, uh, hello, do you guys even have tires for me right now? Yeah. It, it was a literal shit show. And like that's what you kind of expect with Monaco. You know what? It's either going to be really boring or it's going to be boring with a tinch of something extra. And yeah. normally that rain always brings that extra. Yeah. But that um, was last week. You want to talk about this week? Yes. So, um, so we are. No, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Nope. Go ahead. Nope. Yeah. So, um, Spain. You said they were racing on a new st- or um, an old layout. So new old layout. Um, since I'm trying to think, the mid 2000s, they've had this newer layout where. It is literally the same layout except the third sector at the end going to the front stretch has been uh, a chicane. So one, two, one, two chicane to slow the cars down for some reason. It it, it makes no sense. It's the worst thing you can put in a, in a track. Like driving the F1 games, the shit drives me nuts. It's stupid. Like it makes no damn sense. Um, so they took that chicane out. And now they have a rounder chicane. So it, or not a rounder, a chicane. It's more like a turn. So you do your hairpin, uphill turn right, straight ahead. Um, I wouldn't say a 90 degree turn. And you're going to the front stretch. You're, you're balls deep going flat out for a lot longer now. Yeah. And it just makes the flow. I've always talked about flow of a track. It makes the if the track flow better. That chicane was just stupid. Like it made no damn sense. So I like this flow. And Fernando Alonso is the only driver on the track or racing this weekend who has raced that old style chicane or that old style track. And to pull up. In the hundred or one thousand eighty-six F one races, this will be Fernando Alonso's three hundred and sixty-second start. That's exactly thirty-three point three percent of all his races, of all races. This will be his thirty-third race at the circuit. Uh, he will be in garage and pit box number thirty-three, and he's going for his thirty-third win at his home circuit. Do you smell destiny in the air? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Um, no. I want to say yes. I want to say Fernando will get a win. But just looking looking at the free practices today, Max just looks way too good in that Red Bull. And like you said, like the flow of the track, how they increased it. Um, I think he was five seconds ahead of the second fastest car today. And I yeah. just don't think Fernando's going to be able to compete with Max in that Red Bull. 
Yeah, looking at um, FP2 uh, practice, Verstappen was first. Fernando Alonso was second. He was only about two-tenths of a second slower. But that Red Bull is fast in a straight line. The power parts of the track, which Spain has that massive front stretch, the back stretch, that's going to give Red Bull a huge advantage. Uh, Nico Hülkenberg was third, which surprised the hell out of me because, again, FP, as I've always said, FP2 is the your kind of gauge. That's where you're going to have your qualifying setups running. And Checo was fourth, and Espan Ocon was fifth. So, I mean, yes, the Aston Martin does have a problem in the straight line. But I think maybe Fernando could find enough time in sectors two and early into sector three to maybe kind of get close to the Red Bulls. And you never know. Max may have an issue. One power unit gone. We've already seen Checo is very inconsistent with with quality. Uh you never know. I'm gonna chalk it up to destiny. It could happen. Like right. I just have this strong feeling that maybe the fates are lined up for this race. Yeah, I, I hope so as well. And with you throwing all those numbers at me a little bit before, I'm gonna throw some numbers at you. Ooh. So this is gonna be Williams eight hundredth Grand Prix in Formula One, which I think is incredible. I know they've been around oh, yeah. forever. And then a lot of teams are bringing upgrades to Spain. And I have a full list of them mm -hmm. here. So Red Bull is bringing two upgrades, the Floor Edge and Diffuser, both for uh, both for performance. Aston Martin's bringing five upgrades to Spain. Front wing, front wing end plate, nose, rear wing end plate, and beam wing, all performance. Mercedes is bringing two upgrades, side pod inlet and diffuser, both for performance. Ferrari's bringing three. Uh, rear wing, engine cover, and floor edge. Rear wing's circuit-specific, but other two are both per, uh, both for performance. And then McLaren's bringing one, front corner performance. Alpha Tauri, two, rear wing, rear wing end plate, both performance. And then Williams is bringing two, front wing and engine cover, both circuit-specific. Uh, Do you think Ooh. any of those upgrades are going to help any of these teams, you know, get up the order a little bit? Um... Williams probably not because uh, let's let's face facts. It's the Williams. Yeah. Uh, it's unless it's Monza um, or possibly Mexico. There's no. They're they're just so in the shits right now with um, with twisty circuits and Spain is a kind of mix between a power and a down for circuit because i mean they used to test there for the last 10 years because so, it gave you the best of both worlds uh baby steps aston martin definitely looks to have helped a bit i guess we don't know because you know lance stroll was 18th in fp2 um i don't know mercedes looks strong too like mercedes is always gonna be strong lewis is always strong in spain uh, I don't know. Until we see them in quality in the race, I, I honestly I couldn't tell you because you know teams could be sandbagging a bit in practice and not trying to show their hand. Mm -hmm. Well, we know Red Bull has been doing that in qualifying. Always. Uh, you want to get into our predictions for Spain? 
yeah, let's do it, man. Um, where do I have my predictions written at? So uh, I'll go for Quali. I'll go who I have starting in third. Uh, I got Fernando Alonso. I think uh, the Aston Martin on that one lap quality, I think it'll be strong enough to get to the third step of the podium. Oh my God. To be third in quality, uh, obviously one and two, probably everybody can guess. But who's your third? I have Charles Leclerc. I thought he looked good in Ooh. qualifying in Monaco. Um, the grid penalty kind of screwed him a little bit. Uh, we'll see what happens. Ferraris, they're screwing Carlos. They screwed him at Monaco as well, but we'll talk about Shaw right now. He's third. <laughs> hey, for hey, for once, they didn't screw him over to his home track too much, so we can't hold it too bad against him. Mm-hmm. Starting second is going to be Sergio Perez for me. The Red Bull, like we talked about, is a monster. This track, I think, is going to be no different than Quali. Uh, so I got Checo. So who do you have? I have Fernan- uh, Fernando Alonso qualifying second. Um, he started there a lot this season. I think he's just penciled in there, second fastest car. Nice. Well, well, I have on pole. No shock. Uh, Max Verstappen, like class of the field so far in FP1, FP2. Uh, I just think he's going to do it again. So Mad Max. Start on pole. And uh, starting on pole for me is Nick Debris. No, I'm just kidding. It's the other Dutchman, Max Verstappen. <laughs> um, we know what to expect of him, of, of him. He's amazing. First. Yeah. Uh, no, no doubt. Uh, okay, so race prediction. Last place. You know what? I gave him a reprieve in Monaco. But you know what? I was going to pick Yuki Sonoda. But my spider sense is tingling right now. I'm going to go Kevin Magnuson. He's going to finish last in the in the GP. Who do you have? I have Alex Albon finishing last. Ooh. Um, Can't I don't go know. wrong he, with the Williams. Yeah, yeah w- with the Williams as well. But he tends to make mistakes still for not being a rookie. Just bad mistakes. I understand. That's uh, not a bad call. In my bottom step of the podium, I got Max Verstappen. I, I don't know why. I was writing it. Maybe my hand was possessed as I was writing my predictions down. But for some reason, it just felt right to put him at third. How about you? I have Esteban Ocon finishing on the podium again. Uh, look good in Monaco. He looked good today in free practice. The Alpine looks quicker. His Alpine looks quicker anyway. Um, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I think um, he'll finish third on the podium. Interesting. Uh, I have Checo Perez uh, at second. I, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, it just felt weird. Like I was just flowing. My brain. I just went like in a blackout, and my brain just started writing stuff down. And at Checo Perez felt that way. Maybe he gets a jump on Max and gets ahead of him, and Max can't can't just get by him. And he's like, "Hey, I'm faster. Can you uh, can you tell him to let him by?" And Checo's gonna respond with a, "No, I told you already. I'm not gonna let him by. You know my reasonings." <laughs> <laughs> um, how how about you? So I have L plan Fernando Alonso finishing second again. You know that. that I see that Red Bull car in my nightmares. I do. 
<laughs> no love. Well, at least I have love for the hometown guy. I have El Plan winning the GP. I think the stars are aligning, and after last week's race, you know, they're floating, they're buzzing. Aston Martin is buzzing right now, besides the screw-up and pit on, you know, on the strategy call. But the car looks good. The driver's even better. And that team's sitting on all cylinders. Like I read early, read out earlier, it's destiny, my friends. It is destiny. He is destined to win this damn race. So you can't go wrong with destiny. So it's L plan. Um, <clears throat> so winning the Grand Prix for me in Spain is Max Verstappen. In Monaco, he passed Sebastian Vettel as the winningest Red Bull driver of all time, and I think he's going to grow his lead in Spain. Ooh. I mean, it is the home to his first ever, his first, uh, his first ever win in F1. Mm -hmm. Will it be the, will it be, uh, was it win number 34? Yeah, around there, 34, 35. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what Red Bull, uh, what their, what their, uh, what their win record was. But yeah, uh, he's going to be strong. Like, I'm going with my gut. You're going with your brains. You're, yeah. you're obviously put more uh, educated guesses into this. I'm more uh, a feel. Like I just feel it's destiny. It is destiny. He's got this. Um, but you're probably going to be right. The Red Bulls are just way too overpowered. They they're just beyond good. Yeah, I, I feel with my predictions, I kind of flip flop on there. Sometimes I go with my gut. Sometimes I just go with my brain. Today I'm feeling my brain, and also because I tend to bet and I keep losing money on these <laughs> f1 races dude <laughs> that's uh that's fair yeah because like i went with my gut last week and yeah <laughs> i was pretty awful so i mean maybe i should start going with my brain maybe i should start mapping all these out like okay wait statistically this guy is better in the last five races he's done this 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 yeah. you're, like, um, you're like the guy with all the lines on maps in a room Oh, uh, Charlie from uh, Always Sunny. The, yeah, yeah. The conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he fired us like last week. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have anything else to add? Uh, no, the other, I think we were talking before about much news in Formula One. I just saw that Lewis Hamilton was uh, working on a documentary of his about his life. I'll probably end up watching it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what's it supposed to be on? I ah. Uh, do, do they have I anything think, on there yet? I, I, I might have heard Apple TV that he's doing it with. I think it might have been Apple TV. Okay. I'll have to check that. That I should have had this, but. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Oh uh, yeah, I want to say too. I, I think it is Apple TV because he is uh, going to be the executive producer, or he's got like producing credit on the. Uh, the movie that's going to come out what next year with Brad Pitt, the F1 movie, uh, and he is helping out. So I could see that being like a you know you do that for us, and then we'll uh, we'll do this uh, documentary on you, make it look good, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll watch it because it's F1 related, and, and Lewis Hamilton is going to go down as one of the greatest uh, racers of all time. No doubt. Uh, but yeah, uh, with such a short turnaround, there's not really much news news per se in, in F1. 
Uh, hopefully, after the Spanish Grand Prix, we'll have a nice week off and more news will pop up. Uh, so you don't have anything else to bring up, huh? Uh, no. I, I wait. Did you see everyone really mad at Red Bull because their car was lifted, or Red Bull really mad because their car was lifted during qualifying? <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. Because I've I've seen it. Um, I mean, come on, like, don't wreck the car if you don't want people to to know what's going on. I mean, yeah, it's, it's Monaco. They use those cranes everywhere on the track. Uh, yeah, I guess for people, hey, listening... you, didn't, you didn't hear Mercedes bitching about it because you didn't hear Mercedes bitching too much about it because I mean, Mercedes doesn't have much to brag about on the underfloor of their car. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I think Mercedes did joke that they were that they got enough good pictures of the Red Bull to uh, uh, to maybe help them with their car. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny as well that Mercedes, it kind of seemed like they were like, hey, our car was lifted too. But no one's looking at the Mercedes over the Red Bull. Their floor anyway, for people listening. <laughs> I think it was what in qualifying when Checo crashed, a crane lifted up the Red Bull and everyone got a glimpse of the Red Bull floor. Oh, yeah. Which and I think Lewis, is one of their best design Lewis parts. In, oh, yeah. And Lewis, I think, wrecked in free practice three. I think in the same spot, so... Yeah, it's not the SpongeBob meme. Yeah, yeah, write that down. Write that down. Like for Mercedes, but definitely for Red Bull. Yeah. Because yeah, their their downforce has been pretty damn impressive in cornering. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, but no, that's all I had, man. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll do it for this. What was it, episode eleven? Episode eleven. The Paddock Talk podcast. Jesus, man, we're getting there. Let's keep. We'll just keep humming them out. If everybody keeps listening, we'll we'll keep bagging them out. But uh, as always, I appreciate appreciate everybody for listening. To the millions and millions of Paddock Talk fans out there that take time out of their day to listen to our humble but little podcast about F1. Uh, I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I know Kyle does too as well. Thank you guys for listening. I'm sure we'll have another, uh, we'll have a Spanish post-race uh, breakdown hopefully soon before Kyle goes on vacation. Is this true? Yep. We're going to have one? Monday. Yeah, beauty. Hells yeah. All right, guys. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, I've been Scott. And I have been Kyle. Thank you. Have a great night, great day, and enjoy the Spanish Grand Prix. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Paddock Talk. Don't forget to like and share the episode and check us out at Paddock Talk on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Discord.